Oh, hi, everybody. Hello. Oh, guess what? You get to listen to a classic episode of Laser Time. We know you're all... We know you guys, and you're all up in the E3 shenanigans, and you probably don't give a shit about what we have to do, so I'm not going to put a lot of work into an episode you might not listen to. You're watching Assassin's <laughs> Creed trailers. Yeah, a bunch of shit just got announced. What's what's your favorite news that just happened? Uh... The Rainbow Six demo at the Ubisoft conference looked pretty great. I got that beat. My grandmother just died. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like two minutes ago. God damn it. Uh, so we've got to get this out one out the door. And, uh-huh. uh, and But other than that, yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 looked great. Um, <laughs> oh, that, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I love Sunset Overdrive. My grandmother would have loved Sunset Overdrive. Oh, she really would have. Shoot. And the new Crackdown agent. But Didn't this is to see it. This is one of, our, my, one of my favorite early episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was the... Your, this was our, it's your idea. This was our sitcom themes. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to find ultra-descriptive sitcom themes. And, and we kind of discovered, looking at the lyrics, how freakishly serious and... Yeah. And that's that's why, for some fucking reason, I watched the full step-by-step intro recently. And it's like two whole minutes. I did too, yeah. Oh, no, that's because the roller coaster they're on, mm. it's from the movie Vacation, too. It just closed down. Oh, really? Yes. And so there was all these news stories like, yes, fame made famous by step-by-step... Uh, but yes, ultra-depressing lyrics when uh, read to you yeah, like a famous ready. black person. I don't remember who did it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember You'll have to listen it. to find oh, Yes, please, enjoy this episode. Whiskey? I'm fine. Whiskey. I got some scotch. Scotch? Good. You want some uh, six-day-old open Trader Joe's? You want some more apple juice for your bottle? Uh, Fuck you. You know, it's too bad. Apple juice is a really good juice, but it's it's known as like a baby. Yep. Pretty much. It's what I used to cry out when I learned how to talk. I would just yell apple juice. Tell me we're recording all this. There's nothing wrong with apple juice except when everyone's drinking beer. Yes, there is. It looks mm-hmm. like pee, and then sometimes you can be convinced that it sort of tastes and smells like yeah, it, too. Yeah, had delicious Martinelli's already. apple juice. Yeah. I drank Unlike these cans of Takati, which are nothing like pee. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another fine episode of it's, Laser Time. It's much I guess. colder than my pee. Mm. Um, laser Time. It tastes the same. Welcome back. I think this is our second episode. Um, it's hard to say. Could be. It's difficult to say. In um, these turbulent times. We've we... recorded so many pilots, and uh, but this just seemed the most appropriate because, uh, oh, well, I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. Joining us today, Henry. Henry. Hank. Um, Henry, you're going to like this because... Henry, today... crybaby apple juice. Gilbert. Uh, oh, I, I did want to thank 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 you everybody who has, who have donated to uh, Laser Time. We're really close to getting the equipment paid off and like Ooh. starting up some other stuff we really want to do. Hooray! So and, much um, stuff. Yeah, I really appreciate that. It's it's not about the money and like, but it's nice to see that here and there people will donate twenty bucks here and mm-hmm. there. Some people have donated too much. Oh my god! Somebody <laughs> like I like, somebody donated a dollar, and like this is through PayPal. <laughs> you know they take a percentage. So I'm, I was going to call that person out by name. But then somebody one-upped you the other day and donated one cent. Uh, you know, PayPal takes a percentage, and I don't know how we're going to split a penny <laughs> online. I don't. I do not know how that works. You know what? It's the thought that counts. And all of this is eventually going toward our uh, Cheers remake that we've been working on. We are 
Yes. Because, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to... Sometimes you want to go. <laughs> Good Everybody. transition. Which is all just a long lead up to what you really want to do is remake Frasier. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But you got to remake Cheers first. Yes. Uh, and I, that's a... It's a good lead, and I did want to say thanks to the people who uh, reviewed us on iTunes. That's helping us out a lot in these early days. We're working on get, uh, getting the show on other platforms like Zoom and Stitcher, but it's up to our own time. But, Tyler, you mentioned TV show themes. I did. And I wanted, sure I, did. I wanted to talk about the lost art of the TV show theme. Yeah, it was once so beautiful. It was once, it was once really beautiful, and at, at, eventually we're going to take a look at, I wanted to call it ridiculously descriptive TV show themes, the top five ridiculous ridiculously just to tell an origin story mention specifics <laughs> you might know where we're going with this but i as an example and this and this ties into breaking news and i didn't think we'd ever get to be this dynamic right now people's attention spans aren't that long so you don't mm-hmm. get the long theme song with the lyrics and as an example i was going to cite i pulled up the arrested development theme song mm. Now the story of a wealthy family who lost everything, and the one son who had no choice but to keep them all together. Right, with Jeffrey Tambor. And David Cross. It's Arrested Development. There's barely, there's most, like I think a third of that is music. That is a 17 second intro song. This is... But it still tells you exactly what happened. It does, and it needs to do that because, and it, you know, it made me think of a lot of things like, Arrested Development is technically high concept, and you might yeah. need a little background before you jump into an episode because you don't know what's going on. <laughs> I like how he says Arrested Development so arrested knowingly. Development. It's the name of the show. <laughs> it's Arrested Development. But Henry broke news for us today. Like right, like, right when we were doing this, how fortuitous. What has been announced? Oh, my God. Well, so today at uh, some film festival, they had a Bluth family reunion, uh, and then added creator of the show Mitch Hurwitz announced oh. that the movie is not only still happening but they're going to come back for a limited season I one know. season to build up to the movie uh, but I, he doesn't say where or when yeah, doesn't or say network could be an internet thing even who knows I assume I don't know I, I don't know exactly how that works I look back to Firefly I was a big Firefly nerd and I wanted that show to come back. And I remember reading about it like, well, why doesn't Sci-Fi Channel just kick it off? I'm like, because Fox owns it no matter what mm-hmm. for 10 years. For 10 years. And like the Family Guy thing was a little different. Fox took, had a little bit of a stake in Family Guy. They brought it back. And then Fox had the option like, no, we want it on our channel now too. Right. Sorry, Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. And just took it. But they still, but they let Adult Swim have it because it was a big they, they're thing part for of them it. too. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're part of its, its okay. resurrection. Let me read the, uh, the direct quote. So, um, please, please. he explains that, uh, all right. Just creatively, I've been working on the screenplay for a long time, screenplay for the movie, and found out that as time went by, there was so much more to the story. In fact, where everyone's been for five years became a big part of the story. So in working on the screenplay, I found even if I just gave five minutes per character to that backstory, we were halfway through the movie before the characters got together. So just to make the movie flow better, he's just going to have the stuff they've been doing since uh, since Michael ran away to the island. To the island so, yeah. with, uh, with Papa Blues. I'm and, so and fucking happy Michael. about that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I saw a retweet because I, I tweeted out after this was all announced. I tweeted, uh, there's always money in the banana stand. And then um, Silver Age, Charlie Gavin ret- tweeted back, this Arrested Development news is making my banana stand. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Charlie um, Gavin. And then they had one other Silver thing. You may have 
heard for a while there was some like rumor going around that Michael Sarah was the holdout and didn't want to make it. Was he joking? Yes, that's that's what other Hurwitz said. Okay, so uh, he said it was an inside joke that spun out of control. I kind I kind of was perpetuating a little thing like, wouldn't it be funny if Michael Sarah was the holdout? Let's put that out there. And Michael had that Andy Kaufman thing, <laughs> and then it really turned ugly quickly. So I really just have to say, for those who have been following the saga, Michael's always been great. I'm so fucking happy about that. I'm I so still happy. think it's going to be. I think it's going to be an internet like maybe 15 minute episodes, maybe 15 minute episodes with each of the characters and just like Joe trying to like I don't know. Maybe he would have been involved in like some Wall Street scandal. It's, that's the other thing. The show was always current with the times, yes, yes. but also tried to sort of be timeless. At this, I think at, we were talking like there's so many like Bush parallels. It's all wrapped <laughs> yeah. up in war in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. Iraq yeah. war, Bush. That like mission accomplished jokes at the butt. Yep. No, in the first the, oh, the first couple episodes of the, the second season, Job is made to look like George Bluth. Yeah, in every episode, George mission, Bush. George, what did I say? George Bluth. George Bluth. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this can get confusing. I've been, been drinking. Uh, yeah, I'm totally excited about that. I like. I remember reading. I thought I read it somewhere. Like uh, Doctor Horrible sing along blog. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that done like around a writer's strike? Yeah, it was yeah. during the writer's strike. And like yes. everybody without a studio there, they self financed a small project, and just everybody there made money. Like yeah. benefited yeah. from not having a bunch of non creative suits involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have a quote on Twitter from the Fox executive who uh, canceled the rest of development. I made a huge mistake. I didn't. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't pull it up. I couldn't pull it up. What you did there. Maybe. Maybe this will work. Hey, need a hand with that? No. Well, I want to spill booze all over my fucking sixty-three hundred dollars suit. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. Um, my. All right. I want to tell my favorite joke please, in uh, Arrest Development history. It was, um, hey, Michael, did you see the new poof? He's like, <laughs> his name is, is Steven, and he doesn't <laughs> like to be called that. He's like. Wait, he's gay? Ooh, he's going to think I was coming on to him. And then all those cutaways. And then they end the scene with like, I can't wait to get into that poof. And then, the, then Steven just hears that and turns around and walks away. My, my favorite is the, uh, I think it's in the same episode. One, it's it's the fucking, Ron Howard is narrating and David Cross is eating at a Burger King with Carl Weathers. And like, he mentions that it's just product placement. And <laughs> You know they give you free refill here in <laughs> David Cross. It's a wonderful restaurant. It's a wonderful restaurant. Yeah. And Ron Howard's in the area goes, it sure is. And and then it cuts to the greatest scene of Buster gets his uh, hand bitten off by the yeah, seal. I this. And this, the seal gets bitten by a shark. And they find the shark. And Henry Winkler's there. Uh, and they give him oh, all this information. Yeah. I got to go to Burger King. And he jumps over the shark. Yes. God damn it. It's he worth- hops over a shark. Henry Winkler created the jump, the, the horrible jumping shark. What would you call that? What is that? A meme. A trend. Meme, trend. Trope. It's a term. It's a, it's a term trope. when a show was past its prime because Henry Winkler and Happy Days jumped the shark on a motorcycle. There's. I just watched the last episode of Community. He's like, you know who else jumped the shark? Henry Winkler on Happy Days. And it was the best episode ever. In the- <laughs> Fucking community. Uh, Can't go there again. But also, Arrest Development. I think A Good Grief is like the best episode. Dude, that is just... Oh, it's the the sad walking. The sad walking when... When Job falls out of the casket. (laughs) Like, they're... Like, all their reactions to the death of their father... It's they they are genuinely sad, but it's all mutated by their selfish wants and needs. Like, 
they're all just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm sad about my father's death. I'm going to turn it into the greatest trick of all time. That'll put me in Poof Magazine. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling up the scenes right now with the Vince Guaraldi music. Yeah. I love in the background, you can see behind Michael Bluth, uh, a <laughs> red house with a with actual beagle sleeping on the top of it. Oh, it's beautiful shit. Love that show. I think my favorite, my favorite joke was just David Cross walking through the kitchen and just opening up, like in the background yeah. of the scene, just opening up the cabinets. Those Hollywood sets are so detailed, and there's nothing in the cabinets. It's, like it's clearly a set. I also like him another David Cross scene where he like pushes the refrigerator through a wall, mm-hmm. and then Michael's like, "You're gonna help fix that, right?" He's like, oh, "No, I have to get going." <laughs> and I, I forgot whatever that girl is, but she starts. Like they hire a hooker or something, mm. and then like, the, like you really mean you need away. She blew you away, <laughs> and they just have to keep adding. That doesn't make any sense. I love it. I love it. But I, I, I originally structured this out of like ridiculously overly descriptive theme songs, mm-hmm. and Henry was bringing a lot to me to the table, and I had to cut cartoons out because all cartoons do that. Not only because mm-hmm. every cartoon kind of needs description. Like even SpongeBob, children. Well, even even SpongeBob is like he's a sponge who lives under the sea. He's gonna go on a lot of adventures. He's got a pineapple house. Yeah, but also in Japan, still fucking does this like out the ass. It saves time on animation if you create a long descriptive theme song. Mm -hmm. You only have to animate two minutes less per episode. So they're still doing it. I never thought of that. So when you watch like The Office, The Office has a theme song, but nowadays they just play like a really quick version. Like that's ten seconds, so they don't lose the audience. Dirty Rock, super quick. But I cut out cartoons, and I felt bad about that because they definitely fall into this. They, I was just thinking about fucking cat dog, and they just described to you that like, yeah, we put a cat and a dog together. Alone in the world, is a little, little cat, cat dog. dog. What but, an awful shit. That was when Nicktoons jumped the shark. But me. just, just to, uh, <laughs> just as a little reward, I did want to bring up Ducktales because Ducktales is descriptive. Woo, mm-hmm. woohoo! Tyler, do it again. Woo, per- fucking perfect. You are in the zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this like a hurricane. It, DuckTales! So we all we are all familiar with the DuckTales theme song. Yes. Of course. I found a long time ago the four minute what? original version, uh, so yeah. I would like I you to take a moment to hear the cut verse from the DuckTales theme song. Tales of Daring Man. Good luck, tales. I think they played it in Toys R Us. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, it's some extra trumpets here. <laughs> That's great. Yes. You're welcome, world. I'm sure you knew that existed. What are uh, they doing every day? Bumps. They're out there doing what? Uh, out there making ducktails. Tyler, not ponytails. No, 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 no. Goblin Are we talking T A I L S? No, 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 no. T A L E. No, no, no. And tail, I should have got it for tail. Tailspin has like an extra fucking verse as well. You I think. Wait a little bit. You spin it, spin it, spin it. And uh, I don't know. I want to see if you guys had any suggestions to throw out there before I go into mine. Overly descriptive. Overly descriptive. You okay. had some earlier. Well, I had some earlier. Well, uh, let's start with Maud. <laughs> see, that's what. This is, see, this is what I'm worried about because I've never seen Maud. I am aware of the theme song, and it's very 
descriptive. Yeah. Well, of, so of just Maud. Let me uh, introduce Maud first to probably like please Hank, to everyone. everyone. Yeah. Okay. So you know, all in the family, right? Sure. Sort of. So, doesn't. And I, 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 don't, I know I this show. I know the family them. was about a lovable bigot who is in the confusing progressive times of the 1970s, the early <laughs> 70s. All right. So Tyler a, was negative 40? Negative all of it. Yeah. They made a counter show to that or a spinoff called Maud, uh, starring an aging uh, like Dude, your late, fifth, uh, late 40s, early 50s. our second show and the second time we're going to mention B. Arthur. Yeah, this is <laughs> B. Arthur. B. Arthur <laughs> played Maud. And unlike... Pre-Golden uh, Girls, though. Yes. She was already Pre-Golden. old, though. She already had gray hair. And also, Rue McClanahan is on the mod as well. But um, but anyway, she, uh, Maud, unlike Archie Munker, is very liberal. And yes. she's almost too liberal and is sometimes used as a character of limousine liberals. The fancy pants ah. people who have liberal values wouldn't know where the ghetto is. And uh, so then they make, uh, like, they had very out there storylines. Like, she got an abortion yeah, in she one was, episode. I think she's one of the only main characters to get an abortion in a comedy show. Yes, yeah. She got an abortion and she also... Um, uh, she also bought pot in one episode to protest pot laws. And, and so, uh, Brad, have you been listening to Hank? Show. Tyler, have you been listening to Hank? Uh, Hopefully. Oh, sorry. Have you been oh yes. You, I've, you, I've you really are been representing our listeners right now, people who have never watched Maud or heard the theme song. And you presented an accurate portrayal of Maud. And I remember when Family Guy made fun of that. Do you like that show, Henry? Okay, stop yeah. it. Stop it. We're not there yet. Ugh. Maud theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, already. The cook. Powerful women. Isadora? What? Ross got it all sewed up. And then there's Maud. Waiting, waiting for it to break down into We didn't start the fire. Yes, going. That is. That's really the. That is the greatest. Wait, go back. They're describing what Maud is. Okay, hold on. Wait, who's Maud? <laughs> Why is she anything but tranquilizing? Because she's gonna get your blood up, man. She's oh, okay. Gonna, All right. She's... I was thinking of her like blowing darts into people too. Like Maud, no, Maud would never do but that. She, yeah, she doesn't do that. <laughs> Maud would never. That's do not that. what Maud does. All right. I see everybody uh, willing away on their computers. But I will say that the um, that's one joke on Family Guy that was kind of funny was the Maud theme song joke. Do you want me to? Do you want me to play that? Well, that that the joke of that scene is that it lasts five minutes long. I don't know if you want to play okay, the whole okay. scene. Then then Fox will probably sue us. I'll get into my yeah, they, top five, and I invite anybody to jump. It in. It really sounds like a Poochie style thing where they're like trying to tell you how cool Maud is. <laughs> yes, the but, entire opening. But wow. I, I I don't envy shows nowadays that don't have the opportunity to do that. Like right. here's I'm going to establish exactly what's happening, who this person. Well, it is. reminds me of like even though they were nonverbal, the all like all the Star Trek openings. I want you know. Can, mm-hmm. I, can we get into that a second later? I do have something right. prepared on that. Joe right. McCarthy, Richard Nixon. <laughs> uh, we didn't start. Uh, British politician sex. That's the lyrics. <laughs> we didn't start the fire, right? Eisenhower va- vaccine. Is one of the lyrics to We Didn't Start the Vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to say number five on mine, and you are free to chime in with anything you'd like on my ridiculously descriptive TV theme songs. 
I have. I had to do it. I'm sorry, everybody. Here's the story <laughs> of a lovely lady who uh, was bringing out two very lovely girls. Not all of them were lovely. Really? <sighs> right, and then what happened? The youngest one ate squirrels. High five, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Wait, what happened? It's like a minute long, too. No, I, he I was? didn't realize. But they were all alone. Oh my god! <laughs> they met this lady, met this fella. Is that what happened? And they knew it was much more than a hunch. No way! Something that would finally rhyme with fun. Yes. I realized, like, not long ago, like a month ago, I woke up with this song stuck in my head, and I realized I know every word, except for the line after, knew it was much more than a hunch. And I'm like, "Uh, Brady Bunch. Like, Wait, what was it? I actually forgot it, Much more than a hunch. All of them had hair of gold. This group must somehow form a a family. How we became the Brady Brady Bunch. Bunch. No, there's a line in between those. Yes. And that's the line I can never remember. Uh, They knew they must somehow form a family. Oh. And that's... It went in like I think there was a bunch of uh, divorce. It didn't, it didn't really though. Did well, they? now Miss, Mystery Science Theater pointed out the sadness at the heart of Brady Bunches. They both had to be widowers yes. because divorce is was evil. It was well, still, still too evil, evil in back the 70s. then. Yeah. Or it would it would some people wouldn't watch the show because they were divorcees, not widowers. And in the comments or the forums of a uh, LaserTimePodcast.com. Batman the podcast, if that's more memorable. God. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Just d- uh, diluting the best. Uh, yeah, you both say that, but I'm, I'm a marketing genius. I love um, it. I love it. Hank loves it. Um, Warner joke. Brothers probably loves it's it. It's a great joke. DC loves it. Um, do hey, Tyler? Do even you have a history? Like you've seen Brady Bunch episodes before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, I'm yeah. just curious. A very Brady movie. I'm very curious oh. to where they would air. Now, if if the Brady Bunch is still airing, uh, I don't think it is. The Hallmark Channel, if anything, is that something still like exist? that. ABC yes. Family, something like that. I, that's I know where I watched uh, Mash I, for years. If you look <laughs> at my Twitter background, it's Ray, a Ray Romano ad for Everybody Loves Raymond on TV Land. Oh God! Well, they oh, really? Yeah, they don't air shows before 1980 something. No, yeah. it's weird because they because when I was growing up, and Chris and I have talked about this, it yeah. was I Love Lucy, it was Gilligan's mm-hmm. Island, and it's like they didn't the care how old of they Dobie were. Gillis. Dobie I mean, those shows I were like Dobie 20 Gillis. or 30 years old yeah. at that point. But that like, was, oh, they were way older than that. No, yeah. some of them. No, some of them got to black and white, like Dan Thomas show, like right? Uh, right. Van Dyke. Or Car 54. But, no one, and... but now they won't air a show that's more than 10 years old. Yes. Like, like, what you see on Nick at Night now is Roseanne. I'm like, that's not old. They'll mm-hmm. see, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. old. Yeah. yeah, Get Smart was way older when we saw yeah. it. Well, there was, like, Donna Reed and My Two yeah, Sons. The Donna Reed show, show wow. which is, like, the worst show. Like, so boring. <laughs> I was so Well, they would show, like, Lassie and Leave it to Beaver, but, like, they meant right, it. Right, right, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like, people want to watch this. No, Nick, on each other during no the day, they showed anything. Lassie and Dennis the Menace. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching Dennis the Menace. I think I looked up Dennis the Menace. That show was, like, very short-lived. At really? the time, yeah. But then Dairy Queen bought him out. It seemed like they had a million episodes of that show. No, though. just Nickelodeon wouldn't stop. Like, like yeah. I don't. I know we have more entertainment. I'm not complaining. These shows aren't on TV because it's not like we, I think they're great. But it's like, just weird that it's gone. But like, a kid 10 to 15 years younger than me has 30 years less pop culture knowledge than yeah. I do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like they just they won't show. Like I think you can maybe find I Love Lucy. And I feel somewhere. like that, and that will then start affecting the next. Like the next generation of shows, yeah. Because I know a bunch of shit through The Simpsons because they all yes, grew up watching yes. all this stuff, and then now all these people who are like teenagers now 
won't have had access to a lot of this I, stuff. I get it when I watch Family Guy. Like, who did you expect to get that reference? Yeah. Because I know yeah. what the age of well, the people yeah, well, are that watch the show. Or when they do, like, show. a reference to soap. Like, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, when they did it, they were like, is anybody even going to get this reference? And because their, it was Family Guy, they hired the real guy who said right. the soap intro. Even but. their mod reference. Like, yeah, like nobody I watching never, that except for us. You're lucky I know what mod is yeah, to get that. You're lucky I get that because... Well, they, they, we're gonna sing Shapoopy. In the, yeah, it was strange when we were kids. Like uh, Brady Bunch was in like a nostalgia renaissance when we were kids. It was like, in the in the mid nineties. It was an ironic. Uh, yeah, it was. It was like the ironic, most the ironic, ironic, like chief ironic thing. And now, now it's not that big anymore. Like kids don't know Brady Bunch anymore. It's like, not a good show. Like, like, to show how it's changed. Like when we were kids, we were watching Gilligan's Island. Uh, oh, you easy, can't. You easy. probably can't even see. Uh, uh, Saved by the Bell. You probably yeah, can't oh even God. see. Where that. would you see Saved by the Bell? You can watch Saved by. When I was it a kid, you could watch playing. it for two huh. hours straight yeah. every day. When Saved you came home from school, yeah, I did. Exactly. <laughs> and your dog did all your homework. And it was you horrible. Watched it on USA, and, and then it was, you switched to TBS. And like, I'm not saying it's not a horrible, horrible show. I'm yes. just saying that they won't, they won't show that anymore. They won't show <laughs> anything more than ten years. I, I'm not being a grumpy old man because I do think, as a result, you're seeing better shows. You should be grumpy old men too. Sign. Grumpy old man. Grumpy old man. Seinfeld is still running because it's fucking funny. It's yeah. distinct. Yeah. Dreaming. Yeah, yeah. It still works. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I watched Dobie Gillis. I thought Dobie Jesus. Gillis was the fucking hottest show <laughs> I had seen when it would just come on after, you know, after fucking Spartacus and the legend of whatever was on Nickelodeon at the time. I can't remember. But it gets like, it gets even worse. It's like uh, kids, they'll never see Pete and Pete. They'll oh. never see, you know, like these shows that are fairly recent that they'll never show on. Oh, they, they are they are life. doing that thing on T Nick where they at, at, like they midnight at two a.m. They yeah. show Clarissa and yeah shows that us. they shows for that us. they presented to us yeah. as kids in prime time. Yeah. They're now putting at midnight. Like whoa, kids yeah, today won't get this. The things we had to look forward to in between reruns of Dennis the Menace. Like and, and they were ahead of the. I mean Pete and Pete at least Pete was, and Pete is was a beautiful, beautiful ahead of its time show. But it's like now they're like, oh, kids won't like this. But you tell you tell me, kids. You tell me in the comments. This theme, which is not in my top five, but is definitely descriptive because it has to be. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> oh, I love Mr. Ed. Yeah, I, I don't know why I did, but I did. Did you hear the ODB? OD, ODB. Uh, there's a recording of ODB uh, auditioning what? as a new Mr. Ed. Bullshit, really? Yeah. No. Oh, I have to look that up. Uh, yeah, it was, it's ODB, and he's, you can tell he's got, like, shit in his mouth, like, I don't know, man, I'm, you probably shouldn't I, take that boatload. Holy shit, I actually found it. Let's hear this let's shit. Let's hear this is real, hold on. And then there's him singing studio as well. Don't worry about him. That guy's dumber than the bag of hammers at the bottom of a frozen lake. Seriously, though, lawman, what are we gonna do about Dakota? Nothing. That's the worst plan I ever heard. Dude, I read their emails, and if these things got published, oh they'll put Viagra out of business. Yeah, and how do you know you can trust her? <sighs> You're the boss, Wilbur. I blame <laughs> Oh, wow, wow, that is apparently really from a 2004 uh, audition wow. yes. held for Mr. Ed remake. Yes. How devoid wow. are you fucking oh ideas? Oh my god. Yep. Oh, wait a minute, I can get it. Oh I can get him some god. more. That's, uh... 
But yeah, the bit, if you didn't know, Mr. Ed, the bit was they put like peanut butter and shit up in this horse's mouth. Well, I, so I, he would move his lips. I also read that it was. And his, try to get it off his lips, but then was, they would just dub over this like gravelly voiced cowboy. Well, well, they had this cowboy guy voice. Uh, they had just drank whiskey all day, and he would voice afterward. They probably huh. melted that horse down at some point. Whiskey. Yeah, I had read, I had read that Mr. Ed was actually a zebra. A because zebra? they were smaller and easier to train, and because stripes really? didn't show up on those types of cameras. There's something on Snopes about it. It was what? the same. I don't it, know about this. it was the same reason they couldn't. Why? It was something they could. They still couldn't broadcast football because you couldn't distinguish teams' colors. Well, I hadn't heard of this. I have. I have heard of this. It, well, that's why. Look it up. The kids Snopes.com. Mr. Ed was a zebra. Uh, false. False! Alright. I was going to say, the first horse that played Mr. Red was a chestnut gelding. However, the permanent equine star was Bamboo Harvester, a crossbred gelding of American saddlebred Arabian and grade ancestry. It's gelding when they cut the balls off. Is that what a gelding is? He was voiced by cowboy star Alan Rocky Lane and... Whenever whenever Mr. Ed would sing, there was Sheldon Alwyn. Well, we all knew that. Henry, you're right. Oh, you want to know how this ties in? Uh, who was who? Who played Wilbur in Mr. Ed? Does anybody have that pulled up? Wilbur. Um. Uh, yes, Alan Young. Alan Young, and Alan Young was the voice of what character from the thing I just removed from my soundboard? Shit. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Wow. And did you know? Yeah, really? Yep. That is weird. Wow. And I think he's st- he's still doing it. Um, he's not dead. No, he's not dead yet. He was wow. born. Wow, he's ninety-one. Yeah, he's he he was still doing it for a while. He was born in the UK, but guess where? Canada. Canada. All right, all right. All right Everybody can read Wikipedia. He's English ah, Canadian. Yeah. He's also go... in uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3, if anybody. Let knows. me go into my number four, <laughs> number four most descriptive theme song. How could we not? How could we not? What do you Fresh think? Fresh Prince. Is? Uh, it, it is. This intro. Uh, one of my friends bought a, one of those like CDs of like a hundred classic TV intros, and just purposely would let this play the first note, and kept skipping back for like minutes at a time. <laughs> this is the story. This is the story. This is the story. Here's here's what we all know about the Fresh Prince theme song. We all know it by heart. Um, I did, there's a giant. Fuck, as far as I can see, about one minute of lyrics that you've never, you probably never heard before. I yeah. probably haven't. You I want, mean, if you have, yeah, it started out with, awesome. a, with an extra verse. So it actually it, doesn't make sense, the, the cut down version. It doesn't. They cut out the part where he actually travels. Yes, where he tra- like, well, yeah, he just pulls up in the cab. Basically, and, you'll, he you'll, gets in a cab and goes all the way. To, yeah, yes, yes. It makes <laughs> it look like he goes to, he takes a cab yeah, home to, to, uh, to Philly. From to, Philly to Bel Air. But which, here it is. That's and a long cab ride. Thank you for pointing that out. Like, I have both. Uh, yeah. You'll see. Right so, what, it's him describing being on an airplane? I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. I said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. A big den bleeder with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my walkman on and said, I might as well kick it. First class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. But wait, I hear the prissy bourgeois and all that. This is the type of I don't think so. I see when I get there. I hope they're prepared for the Prince of LA. Yeah, you think? Hey, he took a plane. It is not over. It is not over. No, no, no. This is the uh, only on the album mix. Yeah, I guess. 
I think they actually shot footage no, for this. Yeah, too. there is footage of him on a plane. Oh wow! Yeah. Drinking orange juice out of champagne. But this is when you bought show. the VHS for this twenty. Is one bucks. and a half minutes, and it's just the cut stuff. The plane landed, and when I came out, there was a dude look like a cop standing there with my name out. I ain't trying to get arrested yet. I just got here. I sprang with the quickness like lightning disappeared. I whistled for it, and when it came, there you go. He whistled for a cab. But he did not whistle for a cab in Philadelphia. No, that's what the cut down intro makes it look like that. Because if you if you think of the intro, he's in Hollywood already when he whistles for the cab. Yeah. So they got to speed up that intro. Even then, they had to get that. That was a really that was like half of each episode was the intro. This is like just the build up to the intro. I also love if you watch first episode, he wears that outfit from the intro the whole episode in the first episode. Yeah. The flipped up. I had that fucking hat. I swear yeah. to God, what's now the hipster bicycle hat? Mm. I wish we could get a hat, like get a time machine, and we could all go hang out with each other in 1990. Me too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be, be so fun? Too. Except cool Tyler, time. he'd be like three. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd be five. That'd be cool. I, I love when he spins his head when he's waiting at the door. Yeah. Like, wow. It's like so we can all sit down and watch Whoa. this show in prime time and not understand. <laughs> And well, then I, go ride my hot pink and neon green bike down the street. We all we all watched this show. Right? I would be crying. All fans? Yeah, I yeah, watched yeah, it. I was sure. trying I I was trying I can't remember the name of it, but like after the show was canceled, Double uh, there. Carlton <laughs> What? I don't know. Carlton moved over to another show with LL Cool J. It's like the same premise and played I feel like the it same was character. A UPN show or no, it was right after it was in the in the house. Uh, okay. Carlton oh. played Carlton. That sounds like a UPN show. It, well, I barely I remember. Sure God, that, I went to see a baseball game like two years ago in San mm-hmm. Francisco, and what's his name? Alfonso oh, Ribeiro? Alfonso. No, you just said it. The guy went to the show. Oh, hello, Cool James? No. Ladies love Cool James? What the fuck? Uh, Both of you. Carl, uh, Carlton. Carlton. Yes. It's Alfonso Ribeiro. I said him already. I don't remember. I don't know his real name. He was at the game, and he just... Like, the camera just found him, because, you know, like, oh, celebrity, <laughs> hi, everybody. He was dancing in the aisle. Really? Like, wow. just doing this doing this Carlton dance that he did in the show. Wow. jeez. Oh, Still Remember kicking it. And then also, guess who else was there? Who? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Whoa. What? 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 All right. Anyway, remember when we saw we saw uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff at like a Call of we, Duty at a in Modern the city. Warfare Two or yeah, Modern Warfare yeah. Two tournament. DJ wow. Jazzy Jeff was there. Man, wasn't he lucky Which, to get a, a job on this show? Because that was like the worst if actor. You'll, if you'll all remember, kids, um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is based on a hip hop duo. And yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Which I forget that DJ he Jazzy Jeff. DJ. And he was, got to be in so many episodes. I believe this is his famous line. Ah. <laughs> being thrown out of the door by uh, Uncle Phil. After, after number trying three. to hit number three. on number his three. Right, cousin. Right. I just think it's hilarious. All right, I want to Will Smith's hot cousin. His name of his character was Will Smith in the show, too. It, I think it was just Will. They, didn't, they, they never referred to him as Smith. And I have a dark horse at the end that I don't think any of you guys are expecting. All right. Um, I, have, I guess I have to play this. And this, it's the same situation as the Brady Bunch. Um, number three. But it leads into the next one, which I think is a good one. I mean, does everybody know this song? This yeah. is like Gilligan's Island. It's just a jingle that everybody knows. Incredibly descriptive. Yeah. So wait, what's this show about? <laughs> That's what's awesome. It's like, it tells the what should be the first episode, which they would never film. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. A three-hour tour. You know how pilots always suck? Just put the pilot into a song. <laughs> Crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. 
Awesome, because it really sounds like an old Irish drink. I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Is this the and the rest version? The star and the rest. Oh, <laughs> How hard is it that. to just say the, the professor, professor and Mary? Yeah, like it's a, it's one more second. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Okay, and the rest. Those two characters became like some of the most famous yeah. characters yeah, in exactly. the show. But I don't think they originally intended to be. Mr. Howell? Does everyone remember who he was? Yes, Lily. Mr. Magoo. Mr. Yeah. Motherfucking Magoo. What up, T? What up, T? Awesome. We spent a long time brainstorming themes, and I totally forgot to bring this one up. Which one? Are there lyrics to the Lost in Space theme? Because I really hope it describes them huh. getting lost in space. I, mean, I will look that up I just, immediately. Boy, lost. can you believe that professor? He can make anything out of coconut. <laughs> Because cause the reason I, I thought of it... It's evening at the improv. Yeah. ...is that uh, Gilligan's Island and Lost in Space had very similar um, huh. uh, uh, thematical... Whoa. No, I guess it doesn't. I think it does. I think okay, it has I mean, lyrics. I, it has... Di- like, in Gilligan's Island's case, there's like different intros per season. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't have lyrics. No, I definitely remember this theme, but I don't think it does. I'll look up season... Here's season four. This isn't correct. Danger, Will Robinson. No, that's not right. The reason I, I bring it up is just because, like... It's it, the same premise. It's the same premise, which is that somebody is always about to get them home, mm-hmm. and then someone messes everything up. Lost in space, like, they're continuously, like, about to get... It's like sliders, too. Yeah. They're so close <laughs> to getting back home. Sliders. <laughs> yes. You know, I, uh, and they never quite... Oh, you messed it up again! So we've all seen this show, though, right? Yes. We all have. How long do you think it lasted back in the 60s? What, Gilligan's Island? Yeah, how many years? Four like, years. Two years? It's like two or three years. Yeah. It was like, and I look at it like two or three, how many episodes? 98. <laughs> yeah. 98 wow. episodes That's in three years. That's how many episodes they used to make. What the fuck? And like, they, I, yeah. I, oh, this, they, uh, they got canceled abruptly. Yeah, meanwhile. Never got off the island until like the TV movies or when Harlem, the Harlem Dro- oh, yeah. Globetrotters came Well, if you there. really <laughs> want to know, yes, they had, they had a TV movie where they all got off the island. Yes. Like but Waltz. then they got lost on another island oh, by the end of it. But then, oh, J.J. Abrams showed up. It was no, nuts. And, and so then after that, then there was the um, uh, an, the Harlem Globetrotters movie where now everybody knew about the island and, yeah. and the Howells had turned the island into a fancy resort. And also, though, um, uh, oh, the actor who played uh, Howell, like the millionaire, he was basically dying like he was he was close to dead and so they just basically. they created a character to be like they created his son who's basically just him but younger who could maybe replace him if they did more movies but that was the last one what was it so it was really like 96 episodes yeah jim Backus, yeah, well, uh, jim, jim, Backus. jim Backus. for like three years uh yeah yeah in the, in the uk that's a five-episode series, <laughs> a three-year series. Wow, yeah. there's some perspective. But okay. the uh, also, I remember too hearing that like they got like the actors got screwed. Like, yes, they got screwed out of. Well, there. that's why they had to keep performing in it for yeah. years and years. I think there there was an updated show that either went to air in like the 80s. Mm. They made an animated show that lasted uh-huh. another three years. I think. Uh, and yeah, Gilligan's Island. Everybody remembers it. It's been colorized, like they were originally shot in black and white. Yeah, uh, not all of them, but like a first, first year, I would bet. I, I want to say the first season, but the first season could be like fifty episodes. <laughs> By how this breaks that was down. when it was and the rest was the first and season. the rest. Well, I had the clothes too. 
Now this is a tale of a castaways They're here for a long, long time They'll have to make the best of things It's an uphill climb Nobody does an outro song anymore Oh yeah That's how I felt about a Well, it's not quite the same thing but It's not a single luxury Like Robinson Crusoe As primitive as can be Wow, we all know this I'm sorry if you thought of this one, but no, here's a, this is another very descriptive theme song which we didn't discuss. Please. Beverly Hillbillies. That's probably oh, true. That, that's, that, yeah, yeah. It, it no, tells exactly what the story the is. Story. Well, I, I, uh, well, in that same vein, there's also uh, Green Acres. Mm. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. Only playing. I love the Green Acres theme. Holy shit. This is. You are my wife. This Goodbye, is by City Lester Life. Mr. Flatten, Earl Scruggs is the two minute version. <laughs> We're not going to uh, play the whole Holy song. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to the original. Also, originally what's, in black and white. What's number two? Oh, and uh, the two. Beverly Hillbillies also has an outro. The Beverly <laughs> Again, this is. The... <laughs> Where am I? This is all YouTube. I, I blame them. We know the Beverly Hillbillies. The Gilligan's Island one leads to this because the uh, leads into the next entry, which Hank and I will love at least, uh, because <laughs> that's what they exactly what they're trying to do. So they didn't have to continually explain this uh, ridiculous premise every week. Uh, number two number is two. one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Um, there are multiple versions of this, but. I we feel this is the true one. For five years, this is the, the theme song. Well, because Joel wrote the song, too. Like, so it's this version. He wrote it, but it was made by Mike Nelson. What is this? Mystery song. Did a good job cleaning up the place. But his boss is in like a man who shot him in the face. The worst Godzilla we can find. Right here, bro. Have to sit and watch them. Oh, is this Mystery Science? Thank you. I've never watched the show, so I watched the Godzilla. I watched the one Godzilla one. Oh my God, Brad! And it was great, but I just don't. I don't have to just listen to lyrics. It's telling you. Yeah, it is literal. To make his robot friends. Who are his robot friends? Tom (laughs) Servo. Cambot. Hi, girl. Servo. What a cool guy. That's (laughs) one o. I like how. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's just a show. I should just relax. Three pounds. Makes me so happy to hear that. Love it. Hey, uh, about that theme song too. You remember in the movie at the start of the movie, Gypsy explains how he eats and breathes. Who? At the beginning, at the very beginning um, of the Mystery the Science Theater wheel? movie, when he's running in the wheel, she's like, "The nitrogen and oxygen are mixing oh, at perfect wow. rates, and I've got a and there's a turkey wow. in the oven." You didn't get that when, <laughs> no. yeah, in the movie, she explains how he eats and breathes. Like, wow, no, I there didn't you get go. That. Gypsy does it. I didn't get. I just I've seen in numerous interviews with uh, Joel Hodgson. Robinson, Robinson Robinson in the show. Robinson in the show. uh, He stated that yes, like Gilligan's Island, he didn't want to have the viewer to be confused ever about what was happening because it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. It's a guy. It's a guy with puppets. A a comedian hangs out with puppets. You can even see how flimsy. But he also said what he what he based the song off of. He he said it was uh, I think specifically the Ramones. California Sun oh. cover, and uh, I, I don't know, I tried to put it together. I think you can hear it. 
Beauvoir. I guess I, I can sort of hear it. I think that's yeah. a, he said that was a tune he was going for. All still having fun. Uh, uh, no, it's board. also, yeah. No, so man, Brett. Uh, uh, Brett, Santa you're Cruz doing yourself a disservice, but I'm seeing the show. Creation. We need to do at least Creation. one day, like, just watch. Uh, I think the best one to start with would be Space Mutiny. Space Mutiny. Yeah. Space Henry, Space Henry, I got too much. I already got a Jim Carrey marathon. <laughs> Space, Space Mutiny is fucking perfect. Like, Oh, my God. Tyler just provided me with the perfect segue. Holy shit. Number one on my... The Dark Horse. Number one. Um, what? Yes. Number one. Is... I don't think... Most people don't remember this. But the In Living Color theme... The In Living Color oh, theme... do what we want to yeah. do. Hold on, hold on. This is probably the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Not this one. No. This is, this is by Heavy D and the Boys. All yeah. the seasons. In Living Color. That's a beautiful world he envisions. Well, that's from the forgotten genre of happy rap, um, (laughs) propagated by people like Heavy D, Kid and Play, Fresh Prince, just all talking about fun times, having barbecues and summertime. Ironically, when I was a kid, I had a, a like our my parents' old black and white TV that was just gonna get thrown out or whatever. I'm like, no, can I have that in my room? So I had <laughs> I had my parents' black and white TV, and I actually remember like pulling my like little desk chair up to it. It was just like sitting on a dresser and sitting and watching in living color because <laughs> on the black and white. It, but I, like, I felt so bad watching it as a kid. Why? Like I'm gonna get in trouble. Like, oh, because it was it was so sturdy show. I, dirty, I, yeah. Just looking into it to find in- information on the theme song. Like I didn't know like. Censoring it like all the Wayans quit yeah. because of censorship. Uh-huh. Uh, when, uh, Damon went to go. Damon Wayans went to go start his awesome movie career of things like Blank Man and Major oh, Pain. My God, uh, Major we, no, it was Pain. great. It was all oh, great. Jesus. We all remember those movies very no. clearly. I'm a crime fighter. No, no one, no one. And there was the one who formed Wayne's World. And there was <laughs> um, there was John Wayne's. He's he was the odd one out, really. I, I think I'm the saddest of all because this the living color was so important to me. It really was important to and, me. And like I thought it would last forever. Like and it only lasted four years. Yeah. But it was the best thing. But it was like the thing the and next It brought day, us Jennifer Lopez. It brought us Jennifer Lopez. James Carey, as he's credited. Oh, it in was the, Jim uh, Carrey. Yeah. James Carey as he's James yeah, it was Carey. Fireman Jerkoff. Fire Marshal Bell. I, I remember him from the, uh, the, the 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 fighter woman he would put mm-hmm. like a String bikini over his nipples, and then like oh, God, he'd be, he would be like, "That's the first time I saw Jim Carrey." Was like he's like tied up with his arms, like in a Conan the Barbarian skit or something, and he's covered just just his nipples, and then like the guy takes the sword <laughs> and cuts it off, and like now his chest is exposed, and he's like, "Oh, I don't, oh, I'm so I'm so embarrassed." I don't know if I could even play this, but like, you know, I'm a big cartoon nerd. If you've listened to our other show, and I love finding offensive clips. Of things mm-hmm. you would never do today, Mickey in blackface. And I'm remembering one of in Living Color's most famous sketches is one called Handyman. Mm, Handyman, which where he it was just Damon Wayans and he was retarded. <laughs> and, I remember that. Let me see if I can. No, no, that's. I want to try and find the intro. It's fucking. Had no idea. No, it's not gonna work. Fuck YouTube, but yes, Handyman and Living Color. I miss 
I, I thought it would be around forever, but it's so fucking. Most of it is so fucking topical. Yes. And I was I bought the DVD and like like this whole episode is about like uh, Reginald Denny and like <laughs> Rodney King. Like mm. those those don't have any meaning to anybody's life. They don't have that SNL quality of like lasting forever. What about the great homophobic uh, character? Oh. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Film. That's three snaps. Three snaps and a rewind. Uh, well, here's the, the <laughs> lyrics from the third season are, it's not, they're a sketch show. You know how hard it is to be descriptive about a yeah, sketch why show? why would you describe? But the third season lyrics, also by Heavy D and the boys, <laughs> the boys, <laughs> uh, boys is yeah. incredibly descriptive of what it's like to watch in living color. <laughs> what? And what, what, you'll ex- what you can expect what? to see. Let's take a sip and uh, sip on a dream. Sip on like like like. Let's take a trip and sip on a dream. Okay. Glide with the guys on a funky scene. It's a funky scene. I'm gonna try and break this down. For one of those funny mo money shows with this cast and laughs and talented roles. Wow, <laughs> that's what it is. Some of the best things in life are free, like Fox. That's the way you're living when you're living. Chris, that's the way you're living when you're living and living in color. God. Chris, you holding your remote control? Yeah. No, there's never. no need. There's, there's no, no need, need to hold your remote control. Put it down. What, what if I want to watch the remote control on MTV? Just, no, no, no. Just Tivo that shit. And Living Color is on right now. Yes. Living Color is on it now. PCR timer to do it. That's awful. Well, I wanted to, I want. I haven't found uh, the, the best. Yeah. Uh, Homie, don't play that. Homie doesn't play that. Ever. But oh, I, I forgot about it. Like, that was like... For a year, that's all you could say. Like, if you wanted to get a laugh from anyone, yeah. in any argument, or any any human interaction, home, yep. homie, don't play that. Ah! <laughs> the first homie sketch was written by Paul Mooney. Really? Yes, yes, it was. Paul yeah. Mooney rules. He uh, created it. And then, um, I was I wanted to take us out with it is not incredibly descriptive, but a lot of people don't know that the Star Trek song has lyrics and i wanted to, could you elaborate on that because i i know a little enterprise bit. no uh the original star trek show the theme song has lyrics Chris, uh well, i'm watching the original one now he's and I've not much of an original series guy no you said i'm watching it now, now but like what i'm happened, in the second season and there's no the, lyrics i forget yeah, the, the guy, reason the reason brett said enterprise is it's the first one that actually had lyrics does in the it intro. really yes they yeah, had a rod stewart it's really bad what the first it's season of in, the first season of enterprise look at that when we get there's an enterprise the intro is like Rod Stewart, soft rock. Okay. Oh, it's bad. But Wait, yes, so there were lyrics that, written for for the, the Star Trek. It, it's it's Gene Roddenberry doing like the shadiest thing I think he's ever done, because uh, they they wrote the show. The guy wrote the theme song, mm-hmm. and there was some clause that like I want lyrics, but not now. And if I ever do, mm. I will own the song as much as you you the person who wrote the song. Uh-huh. Some writer to where like if he ever wrote lyrics. So like years Alexander, after, and by the way, I'm Al- on Snopes. This is true. Yeah. Al- Alexander Courage, I think is the guy Year, who wrote years, oh, years, so years. Roddenberry got to write lyrics for it he just wrote, so he'd have co-ownership. Way, way later wow. after it was canceled right. and doing well in syndication just so wow. he could make, well, because he wasn't making much money in the show. He that was desperate. smart. Yeah, no, he was that's desperate, really smart. And, but it's, it's a shady thing. He took half, he took half the proceeds from the lyrics. So it does have really, really bad lyrics. Yeah, it just um, never, uh, the second season introduces a uh, like the, oh, 
like yeah. the, but they but, over it's way too loud. But, all right, I've decided it's, I'm gonna use <laughs> Tenacious D does a cover with the appro- with the actual lyrics written by Gene Roddenberry. Oh, really? The lyrics you know? are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Their lyrics are really bad. Yeah. It never it never aired that way. It didn't no, never no, air no, that way. It never did. It's just yeah. an issue of the theme song. All right, well, can I we still get think back. my favorite episode but is like when we get back. Okay, no more Star no Star Trek episode yes. talk. If we go down this road, I won't stop. Yes. So. Uh well, there's plenty of time for that in another episode. Um we get back um we'll I yeah, I got to look up this fucking Enterprise song if you really think it's by Rod Stewart. And I have something as well. Oh yeah. Okay, fantastic. We'll be right back. Beyond the rim of the starlight, my love is wandering in starflight. I know he'll find in star cluster creatures. Love, strange love a star woman teaches. I know his journey is never his star terrain. Thank you very much, guys, for enduring uh, one special episode. See, look, we got an cl- exclusive custom break for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Tyler, have you been annoyed lately by all the Mario Kart I've been playing? Um, no. <laughs> but I, I will say after playing a little bit of it, I uh, I got bored. Um, well, what's the point? You can't. It's nothing you can ever really get better at. That's why yeah. it's 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 consistent multiplayer fun. Because no matter how good you are, you'll always end up coming in fourth, ninth, twelfth. I'm given trying, a certain cir- trying certain to figure out why I clocked probably like a thousand hours on the N64. <laughs> But uh, it's still fun. Yeah, it's still, I'm still playing it while I watch television. But we've been streaming a lot over the Laser Time Twitch channel. You can find that twitch.tv slash laser time. We've been archiving those over on um, youtube.com slash laser time network, including an exclusive video. All I'll say is look for what looks like Wario's head photoshopped on John Goodman. Uh, I, I'm so glad I got to be the person on the internet to do that. Please go check out some of our videos. They're really fun. Uh, I've, we put up some E3 recap stuff as well, Ooh. and uh, we should have something for Video Game Apocalypse this week. Again, a bunch of people are gone for E3 this week, but we're still going to have some special stuff on Cape Crisis and maybe some other stuff for you. And uh, one person is gone for good. R.I.P. Chris's grandma. R.I.P. My grandmother. All right, back to something fun. Laser time, second segment. theme madness more madness man i hope you're you guys are okay with this i don't know but thank you for all the donations you can find out more about us at uh, lasertimepodcast.com it's a fun site nice forum uh we're we're looking into 
inserting more of your feedback. The only thing the only thing I can think to mention is that somebody asked in the forums whether all of our shows would have a theme like they are, like they have been. Uh, but no. But I just before before like. There's certain people who don't know who we are, and yeah. what happened to me is not important yet. However, all of us talking about the Fresh Prince thing is is kind to a new user. Everybody, uh, everybody has some connection with Fresh Prince theme. Not everybody has a connection with Tyler. See how that works? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, the top seven that we used to do, uh, we, we do on the other show is like it's a great warm up. It's always uh, I don't know. I like that little bit of structure. Yeah, it's. But see, here here we are going off on that. We're done with our top five, but you guys mentioned the Enterprise theme song, and I've never seen an episode of the show. So, uh, Star Trek shows, in in general, the original series had that, like, very famous theme, and the next Mm -hmm. gen had a very famous theme. Mm -hmm. DS9 and Voyager, the bit was, and this is something, just as there are no more super descriptive, Mm -hmm. like, minutes-long things, same thing goes for something like like the uh, Star Trek Voyager theme song. I can't hear it. Which is playing very quietly. I like the Voyager theme. But, like, the Voyager theme is beautiful. Yeah? It's, well, it's, just like, a, it's, mini- it's a minute yeah. and a half long. Just this nice... I like it. It's Re- slow. Respectable, It's epic. just shots of the, sh- of the ship flying. It sets a, it sets a mood. Yeah. It's the same thing with Twin Peaks. It yes. sets a mood that you're like... <laughs> you, you can't come into this show like this it's any intense. other show. Yeah. You have to get in the mood. Even though I think Voyager is one of the weakest. But, nonetheless, this does a good job of getting you... Mm-hmm. You're not watching another show. You're watching Star Trek. Yeah. And Star Trek is its own f- island of, of television. Yes. yes. I'll give it so, its own genre status. How about yes. that? So you've got this. DS9, same status. It's a yep. great theme song. Next Gen, great mm-hmm. theme song. And here comes the big lifting. Oh, and you never get this. We're a full orchestra. It's beautiful. You never get this kind of stuff anymore. Like, it's it's Oscar-worthy music. If it was in anything but a TV show, people would be losing their shit. Yeah, it, like, but it, because it's disposable sci-fi, it doesn't get that recognition. Did somebody say something bad about Star Trek to Brett? I'm like, no, I'm just... Mm-hmm. I get... I get it's a great song. This is one of my favorite pieces of music ever. Is the Voyager theme song? It's too pretty. Then you, then Enterprise starts. <laughs> uh, what channel was it? CW? UPN. UPN. No, Paramount finally got their lifelong dream of having their own network, which was Voyager. They mm. sacrificed Voyager for. Which is like a Star Trek prequel with Scott Back. Enterprise is, takes place before the original series. Mm. It's sort of a prequel, yet sometimes mm. in uh, between First Contact and yeah. TOS. Yes, but it's also like revisionist history <laughs> going on. So like some of the stuff carries over, but sometimes not only, not only that they took Star Trek out of the name. Yeah, it's just it called Enterprise. Enterprise. What really? It was just called Enterprise until later when it was dying. They're like, like, okay, it's called Star Trek Enterprise, and they changed the theme song. But in the meantime, what? This is what it's Rod Stewart. Sounds like something from the Last Unicorn. Yeah, yeah, beautiful full orchestra (gasps) stuff. Wow! While shots of like, while with shots of like, uh, you know. How, how, like, like, like how, how humans traveled. Like, here's a sailboat. Here's the first car. Here's a weather balloon. Here's the first Spirit of St. Louis. And, like, just showing how... And it's all for love. <laughs> the song is called Faith of Heart. Fuck that! That makes me livid. Yeah. Dude, that was way too late to be making this fucking pappy... Adult contemporary horse shit, inoffensive. So yeah. lame. Well, this started in 01. So. Fucking lame I mean, mom it, it was very obviously someone at, 
at Paramount at UPN going, we got to modernize. Yeah, we they, they, were, they were desperate because Voyager kind of went out with a whimper and the movies... The you know, last demographic would really need yoga instructors. Yeah. So the, uh, the song. Insurrection made money, but it's like the steam was running out for Star Trek. Like DS9 was over. Mm-hmm. Voyager, Voyager was done. Tanked. Well, it didn't tank, but didn't it tank? was it was just done. It, okay. was, it was seven right. seasons. It, it ended. And but they're like, we don't have a movie for another next gen movie, and it would eventually be Nemesis, which is the worst yeah. one, oh. except for five. Star Trek Five is the worst. Oh, it's amazingly good. <laughs> yeah. um, Nemesis is just a terrible movie. So they're like, we need to have a new series, and Enterprise is what we got, and it's just Brandon Braga, Rick Berman, who, especially Rick Berman, was one of the reasons Next Gen was such a success mm-hmm. and brought Star Trek back. Like mm-hmm. Rick Berman cannot be commended enough for what he did. But then when someone is someone's head is just only wrapped around one thing yeah. for like 10 years, mm-hmm. you lose all perspective, mm-hmm. and he just ran it into the ground. Really? Him along with so Ron Moore. So this wasn't a good show? Well, also, after 10 it's, years, maybe he just didn't have any more Star Trek ideas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a com- but they also just started changing it so much to where like whatever Roddenberry's vision of Trek was, like Enterprise was not it. Mm-hmm. And they started to pull it back together in the last couple of seasons. They changed the theme song. Jesus. They changed the name of the show to Star Trek Enterprise. And it started to get better as a Star Trek show, but it was just too far gone, and the mm. buzz of Star Trek was totally dead mm. because there was too much. You mm. had next gen rerun next. Yeah, next gen true. reruns were still being pop, were still popular. Still making now movies. you've got seven years of Voyager, seven years of DS9, four Star Trek movies out in the last five years, six years, really? and the new show. It's just so much Star Trek. You can't have that much of any property. Yeah, that's true. Except Star Wars for some reason. People lap that shit up Not all day. Not really, but there hasn't been that much Star but Wars But even Star stuff. Wars is just like merchandise and games yeah. and stuff. But it's never like three Star Wars movies in three years and then... There's, I, I there are literally how, hundreds of hours of Star Trek. Yeah, and, I, I it, and, it was, and they were all... Com- long they're taking for J.J. Yeah. Abrams to make a new movie. And they're like all, they were all competing three, for each other. Years? So, yeah, so we got... This was the last hurrah of Star Trek. This is how Star Trek went out. That got canceled. It was. It's the only. It's the first Star Trek show to be canceled, <laughs> other than the original the series. Show. Um, so yeah, mm. that, yeah. God, that if you compare that to something like Voyager, that line the Star oh, the Abram Star Trek movie was so good, but it really just made me want to watch a series starring all those people. Yeah, like, a little bit. And I can't believe we have to wait four years. Well, you know what? No. That Star Trek movie is the best Star Wars movie you'll ever see. Uh-huh. No, I mean it like literally. That's what we all wanted a new Star Wars to be, was that mm-hmm. movie. A new Star Trek movie is not that movie. No, it wouldn't be as adventure But I, it's just, to me, uh, all of them, but especially Spock and Kirk. Like, Spock and Kirk are some of the greatest yeah. like, mm-hmm. characters oh, they are. Absolutely are. created in the last like hundred years. And I agree. So it's just... And, but they were so played out and just, well, not played out, but they're just so tied to Nimoy and Shatner. Yeah. And they're old. They're yeah. very old. And, or a joke. Me, like but Shatner was 80 or 90? Yeah, right? he's like almost he's 90. Ancient. And wow. so it was just so great to see them as, as young, like vibrant people. I know, again. but it, it just... reminded you what was great about Spock and, Sh- and Kurt. No, that movie didn't remind me what was great about it. It did to me. It's just, I, they, they, it's exaggerated. It's the Cliff Notes versions of those characters. Yes. Like that Kirk yeah. is, I fight everyone who gets in my face, and then I get promoted for it every time. Well, because he's and Spock, always right. He's and Spock is, I'm going to behave illogically all the time. <laughs> And my, my human side, it's like, yes, where'd the subtlety of your character go? It's all well, they gone. They didn't have three or they, four years to build to it. They didn't they have all that time. Ever. They got to speed that shit up. No, if they the assume movie. everyone already knows who Kirk and Spock are. Speaking of speeding things up. <laughs> yes, didn't you have, I'm sorry. Didn't you have another uh, thing? Yes, so this we, might take a second to make it make sense. But, you know, we always 
video game music that seemingly pulled from yeah, something yeah. else. The video game music for a long time had license to steal basically whatever it wanted because nobody was paying attention. Nobody was paying attention. And nobody so knew like, you could sue somebody. We pointed out it. in the other show, Cangate. Cangate. Of Can t- Turtles Have Short Legs yeah. with Parappa the Rapper straight up ripping it off. Yeah. Um, this is a case... Do you remember the NES game Treasure Master? I do! It's, it was a game that had a million dollar contest That's associated with it. it. it was like MTV you, or something like that. It's like if like you that. can find all 100 treasures in it or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you'd get a million dollars. And the music was by Tim Fallon, who did Silver yeah. Surfer, a Ooh, lot of, a our, lot of our great... Theme our theme song. Our theme song. Silver Surfer. A, a lot of great... Tim Fallon and Jeff Fallon also did Plock. They did a lot of great music uh, for the game uh, NES and SNES. Mm-hmm. But like, here's the... So, this is the Treasure Master title screen. This right here. Wait, what is this? To me, it was always the Treasure Master title screen. Just really get this tune in your head. No, this this reads to me like something else. So fuck, 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 I'm going to take that, and here's a little show called Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. Just stolen. God damn it. <laughs> I can just see them saying, "Kids don't know what Starsky and Hutch is." Let's put it in. No, well, we didn't. So they were didn't. sort, they were sort right. of correct. Um, Listen to even this, like, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so then that leads into this part. I don't know. It's 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 like note for note. The no, same totally thing. Is. But uh, I think it was pointed out somewhere that he it was intentional. That he was like... Because this goes places that Starsky and Hutch music doesn't. Uh-huh. But he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was kind of like, I like the Starsky and Hutch theme. So uh, <laughs> I'll just sample a little bit. Chris Great walked theme off. song, though. I like it. But yeah, uh, so... Yeah. Treasure Master is actually not a particularly good game, but it is. Uh, it does have a bunch of great music thanks to Tim Fallon. Yeah. I like this like guitar solo here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, all right, that's mm. all I wanted to do for those two things. But mm. Enterprise, horrible, sad, mm. sad show. It gets all right towards the end, yeah. and <laughs> it really tries, but it's too late. Well, I believe Tyler had pointed out to me. Um, we were we were looking into this whole criteria of TV show themes. You know, I I, I don't know. I did like pointing out TV show themes. Uh, wait, oh man, this isn't the best version of it. Um, the Roseanne song. Oh, song. I love it. The Roseanne theme song. It was given lyrics in the ninth season. Oh, yes, it hot. Yeah. Didn't know that. Should um, play it without the lyrics. I should play the, the one without the lyrics. Cause, oh, I, I don't it. hate the show or the song. It just reminds me of being really bored. <laughs> what? Like, just when Come you're on, like... Come on, man. Dude, this, Roseanne, Roseanne, that show is really fun. No, good. it's good. That, like, I, I didn't totally love it as a kid, but as I aged, I realized what it was doing. Yeah. And they I honestly got, hated their kids. And I get why... <laughs> That's what makes it great. I get why it's an important show. There um, especially the idea of a female comedian getting her own show yeah. in the 80s, like mm-hmm. late 80s, early I've been 90s. been working hard well, that they're just that. fat and yeah. poor. They're not like, pretty. But, I mean, it's almost like an all-in-the-family formula, except that I they're would. not racist. It's the fat husband, but he doesn't have the skinny, hot wife, which is now what every sitcom yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Fat it husband, is. skinny, hot wife. King of Queens, bruh. <laughs> 
It just sounds like stripper music. I know, I, I know. I, it sounds like burlesque for fat people. <laughs> Every time I hear it, now. I just see like a cigarette-stained fifty-year-old woman walking out. Hey, you want to see what, my sash around your neck? That was the great thing about it. Like, just like all these, the show was like riddled with horrible pregnancies that should never have happened but did anyway, and bad marriages. And and it's like everyone's intentionally unattractive. Everybody, <laughs> but and everybody can turn gay at a moment, and like and not unattractive. Everyone just looked like real people. They don't look like actors or TV stars. It also gets a lot of credit for being very progressive. Yes, that's and I. And it ends with her fucking laugh. Roseanne's mom's a lesbian, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But the season nine gave it because her real life sister is a lesbian. Yes, and also they had Sandra Bernhard on as a lesbian. What was the deal with that show? Something about they kept trying to take the show away from her, and yeah, she had to fight her over it. She was she brought it up in conversations with like the two and a half. There was like a blog recently about her. Well, the producer of Two and a Half Men also produced this show. That's what it was. Jacked some shit from her and pulled some nonsense on her as well. But she was sort of in defense of Charlie Sheen. Yes, sort of. Here's here's the season nine theme with. Lyrics. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Henry gets the uh, good fortune to see the actual intro as they do fucking picture morphing of the cast throughout the years. Right. I love when it gets to the daughter who yes, changes the Who is not the same person. That changed the daughter? Yeah, yeah she was the girl from Scrubs Becky, for a little while. She, uh, uh, and she's been herself. here for two years. Yeah, oh, that was the weirdest thing. Wait, the, the, Becky. The, the, Becky on the show was originally the blonde girl, and she was for several seasons. Then she mm-hmm. left and was replaced by Sarah Chalk, who later went on to be the hot girl on Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Then the original Becky came back for a season, but then left again, and then Sarah Chalk <laughs> came back for the final season of the show. And they kept, But they kept Wait, switching back and forth. The daughter yeah. of them? The blonde yeah. daughter yeah. was yeah, played by two daughter, different actors. I don't remember a blonde daughter at all. Well, she wasn't totally... Like, she did leave a for a while. A dirty blonde, but she was the oldest daughter. Like, What was her name in the show? Becky! Becky. Jesus. It's okay, uh, it's okay. Somebody show me a picture. Nobody, so, we're not quizzing you on Roseanne stuff. Right I know, now. I just... My memory is like I, I must have not seen another actress because my impression was this person was always the same. Uh, Tyler, we had thought of this idea. Oh, okay, yes. After I do looking at, her um, got it. We were looking at sitcom gotcha. lyrics, right? Yes, and uh, we were. And you discovered I totally this. You forgot discovered that character this one. existed. I wanted you to kick. Do you have music that you want for this? Is it the one you specified um, earlier, Little Zimmer? Yeah, just give me some. Give me some Zimmer because we right. we were discussing how. Okay, here are some really descriptive sitcom songs, but then we discovered some sitcom songs where they were kind of phasing out doing lyrics, but they were still doing them, and they were but just... But they weren't specific to the show. They, they weren't were specific like, to the show. Thematically, this might be what it's thematically about. Thematically similar. Maybe the chorus is where they got the name of the show. Maybe not. <laughs> yes. Um, but but uh, if they could make the intro somehow relate to this, they would use it. I'm curious to see if you guys can get what, what lyrics Tyler is about to dramatically read. Are you ready? I'm ready. The dream, wide broken, seemed like all was lost. What would be the future? Could you pay the cost? Hey! You'll wonder, will there ever be a second time around? (laughs) Whoa, whoa. When the tears are over and the moment has come, say, my lord, I think I found someone. (laughs) And no one would be better. To be putting it together for the second time around. We got the woman and the man. 
We got the kids in a clan. <laughs> Only time will tell if all these dreams spin under one umbrella. Step by step, day hey, by buddy. day, a fresh start over, a different hand to play. <laughs> the deeper we fall, the stronger we stay, and we'll be better the second time around. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the step-by-step wow. theme song, which starts out like, what are the opening lyrics to that shit? The opening lyrics are, uh, the dream wide broken <laughs> seemed like all was lost. What would be the future? Could you pay the cost? <laughs> hey, can you play the real the theme song? Yeah, it's pretty yeah, dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You wonder, will there ever be a second time around? I'm pretty sure ever be a second time around cues hey, the there, roller yeah, coaster right. where they're on a roller <laughs> <laughs> Like they, they yeah. out of context. Port Washington, Wisconsin. This was the uh, probably the entry in TGIF none of us cared much for. Yes. I would watch it just because. Just because it was in between. I'd be wait for the next thing. It was a roller coaster. Yep. Wow, this is just an era of TV that's gone forever. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, the show lasted like six years and like nobody cares. Yeah. You have no fans. Only thanks to Cody. Like Cody came oh, the, in the, the fucking show. kickboxing wife beater dude. He was yes, in like Bloodsport yeah. 4. Well, that and when, uh, when the Urkel robot landed in their backyard. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah>. He flew <laughs> off mega crossover. Yes, the, he took off at the end of the 7.30 time slot and landed square at 8 p.m. Central. All right, I wanted to Well, be you're going by Central time, man. I it know. was always 8 to 10 in my... That was TJS was time where I 7 to 9 and then 60 minutes on at 9. Uh, yeah, no, wait, no, wasn't it 2020? Not, not 2020, you're right. right. 2020. Yeah. So my, parents, my parents would go out to eat every Friday, like, get out of this house away from these kids. <laughs> and my sister had a job, so there I'd be is. sitting at home by 10 years old just watching 2020. Ugh. I can't stand anymore of this shit. All right, tell I forgot their wacky neighbor. I, want, I wanted wacky. to do a dramatic read of a sitcom song. Yeah, um, I'm ready. I'm going to try and do this as President Obama. Ooh, very good. Because this is... Uh, is this President be- Is this before I actually take all my guns away? <laughs> uh, he's going to have to deal with that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's had to take all of your guns, all five of them. Uh, you've strapped dream. yourself. And- Why? <laughs> okay. Same block. Right, 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 I was right. lost. Uh, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Do it. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me start it. I'm just going to loop it. Here we go. Uh-huh. It's a rare condition. <laughs> this day and age. Read any good news on the newspaper page. <laughs> Love and tradition of a grand design. Some people say that's getting more difficult to find. Uh, well, then there must be signed some kind of magic clue. Inside these tearful walls. Because all I see is a tower of dreams. <laughs> Real love bursting out of every seat. As days go by, we're going to fill our house with happiness. The moon may cry. We're going we're gonna to smooth the blues and the tenderness. When days go by, there's room for you. Room for me. For gentle hearts, an opportunity. Uh, as days go by, it's the bigger love... Of the family. <laughs> Thank you very much. Everybody. That really, is, that really is written like an Obama speech. Do you doing that with that? You're wearing an American flag double <laughs> dribble shirt. It really sealed the deal. 
But just like all that about dreams. Play, play, play the actual. It's family matters. Oh, it that is, is. It is family matters. That's like, that. That one's definitely burned in my mind. It's yeah. I remember it a lot. But it's so fucking meaningless. I think TGIF like controlled all of our nights. Yeah, yeah. Every Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Didn't have much of a life. Yeah, and no then when they would do the TGIF like Saturday preview for the cartoons. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, those were the, the best season. nights. They did those like three years in a row. I think where it was like. <laughs> we gotta listen to this. Everybody like sandpaper voiced like the Ah, Darius McCreary, my god. I always thought he's saying Gears of War. <laughs> back, back then. Oh, yep. I knew it was coming. Well, who she else wants to do one? She didn't get to last very long, Rachel. Henry, did you want to do one? I can't remember now. Uh, I can give one a shot, sure. Do you have a, you have a choice of song? Uh, or something dramatic, Henry. How about, I, I have I have an idea for what you. What side are you getting these lyrics off of? Because every lyric site looks like a... It's just, <laughs> don't click on anything once you Every lyric site wants to sell you the ringtone right. of that lyric. Because I have one I kind of wanted. And don't try to copy and paste, because... Well, I don't have my lyrics at hand, so maybe Brett should go first. Yeah? Brett, do you have your lyrics at hand, sweetie? I didn't know. Yes. Which, yeah. Uh, yes. Whenever, oh, whenever, on. whenever, whenever they're up. done, I got another one for Obama to read. Okay. I'll, I'll try to do it. You should. Your Obama's way better than mine. No, it's yours. Um, yours is the best, baby. Uh, it is pretty great. Yours is good. Uh, Brett Elston, I'd right. like you. So many animated gifts trying to sell me shit. <laughs> <laughs> How many ringtones have you bought? Uh, hopefully none, but well. there they are. If I. Uh, uh, All right. A I wayward your, click of this, and I'm downloading everything. I have your recommended theme pulled up. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> the milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere you go, <laughs> there's a heart. There's a heart. A hand. A hand to hold on to. Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's a face of somebody who needs you. <laughs> everywhere you look, when you're lost out there and you're all alone, a light is waiting to carry you home. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look. <laughs> oh God! Oh, is that it? That's that's what it. What do we got there? That was that was Full House with Morgan Freeman. I can't uh, believe Stephanie <laughs> skipped school. <laughs> oh God, guys, sit down, sit down. Michelle just told a lie. No! How Sorry. rude! Sorry. No. <laughs> a rose in your Charlie! Oh, sorry. <laughs> it came out. This is what Brett was doing. <laughs> it is all the same guy. The same dude. It has to be. It's a minute and a half. We've got to go out to Alamo Park and get a picture of us recreating the picnic. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> like, easy. Uh, that's uh, wait. Chris and I were talking about how like every sitcom sitcom mm-hmm. theme song was sung by 
they wanted it to be edgy, so it was yeah. kind of a rocky kind of voice. But he had the, a little bit of uh, rasp to him. It's yeah, not like he's always did. But he's not raspy because he's smoking cigarettes and right. doing yeah. coke. He like he drinks two cups of coffee sometimes <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Sometimes he relaxes with more than one beer. Step. A little bit of scotch. Step. He's a little Step. worldly, but he's not he's yeah. not beaten down. No, no, no. Oh. He can fill the soul rough. of the city. He's never been to the third floor. I mean, he Henry, do you have yours right Yes, sweetie? yes. Yeah, I do. Awesome. awesome. Wait, sorry. It's got to load real quick. Okay. Just the, just the lyrics? Who are you reading doing? these yes. as? I'm going to try Orson Welles. Ooh, I like wow. it. Let's see if it's... Gutsy, gutsy movie. <laughs> Let's see how... I can't. I'm trying to remember what my Orson Welles Just sounded like. Basically, read it like Unicron, and I'll be happy. Yes, I'll be happy, Henry. Yes. You ready, Hank? Are you ready? It's taking forever to load. All right, Henry. May I suggest what phone is that, Henry? A phone other it's a than Windows Phone Seven. Windows Phone Seven. Nah. Uh, have you tried Verizon? Jerk. <laughs> I'm on T-Mobile. Have they come out okay. with the Windows Phone Eight yet? That's that's <laughs> fucking Nautilus. James Mason. Phone Eight. Yes. Mm. All right, you ready, Hank? Yes. Sometimes the world looks perfect (laughs) Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you get a feeling Like you need some kind of change No matter what the odds are this time Nothing going to stand in my way This flame in my heart And a long lost friend Gives every dark street a light at the end Standing tall <laughs> on the wings of my dreams. I honestly didn't know what it was. Rise and fall on the wings of my dreams. The rain and thunder, the wind and haze. I'm bound for better days. It's my life. It's my dream. Nothing's going to stop me. Henry, oh, that's beautiful. It is. That's one of. I. I think it's I funny really, we all picked that TGIF theme song. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what other network was doing that? Yeah, no, they're su- they're honestly like great to bad theme songs. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I mean, what was NBC and in CBS she, doing in that time period? In not case like, you didn't know what cheers. Henry was doing. Can I just give them a little bit of it? I love this song. A, I love the harmonica in the beginning. I did love this show yeah. a lot. Oh, I love it so much. God, the intro, like, it was never on the show, but just Balky on, like, a hay wagon, and yeah. then it just on drops him off in Times Square. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, pre-film stuff there in a hot air balloon running in New York, just so you don't think they're filming on a shitty no, it's set. Chicago, like, oh, it's Chicago. Excuse me. Oh. Everybody stand up. I did. I did a couple weeks ago. Nobody. I, I was sort of just digging into this subject, and I introduced uh, Charlie Barrett on Tidar with this song because I thought it's the only thing I'd ever seen that's still doing that. Uh, a fucking King of Queens song. Wow. <laughs> it's, like it was like it was. It came out recent enough to know better than to do this. Yeah. Baby, oh. I don't care because I will be driving home to you. Jesus. <laughs> I know, it really sounds like it should be an 80s theme song. I know. But that's I modern. Know. What's yeah. funny is how much. Semi modern. If I know wow. it's an 80s nice. song, I'm like, oh. 
But if I know it's post 2000, yeah. I'm like, no. why? What are you doing? Fuck what you. an asshole. You yeah. guys are idiots. Tyler, did you have one more before we, we oh, take wanna, off? Well, let me say one quick thing. I, what I liked about Perfect Strangers and. Um, and uh, Full House, their opening like video, the mm-hmm. theme song video, is actually like they both have all these scenes of them running yes. through very specific parts of famous cities. Yes. But then the show is always in the same boring set. It doesn't <laughs> yep. matter that they're in San Francisco or Chicago right. ever. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, never wait, wait, wait. You remember that show, that one episode where Michelle lost the dog, Comet? <laughs> yes. And they had to chase, Com- Comet was chasing a giant uh, wiener. Uh, truck. I do remember. They chased that. Comet oh. through San Francisco and actually filmed in San Francisco, probably for the only time. <laughs> the only time I remember yeah. them going on location was yeah, with fucking actually, uh, the like, Hawaii episode. No, yeah. when when Disney bought ABC, oh, everybody, right. including yeah. the fucking dirt poor uh, Connors of yeah. the Roseanne show, like yeah. went, went to fucking Disney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I cannot believe the public put up with that shit. <laughs> like. In yeah. this week, everybody goes to Disney World. Yeah. And oh, look at this. There's so few lines. And no, what a great time I'm having here at Disney World. This new ride is so much fun. Ah. Like I'm learning a lesson and stuff. <laughs> we all had Roseanne impressions and never knew it until yeah. this very moment. You're welcome, everybody. Right. Did, um, Tyler, did you have one more? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use my bluesiest, bluesiest voice. Do I, can, can I, do I need a blues song? What, what do you think? Um... I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you think you get? You get something like like that whales. Get some hold whale on, hold on. Give me, Ro- give me one second. Just play Roseanne. No, 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 no. We have to be Wait. separate from. Um, oh, we didn't read the Star Trek lyrics. Oh, we will. No, we got played during the break. Um, Wait, with the lyrics. Stop in? it, Elston. We All got right. it. Oh. Uh, oh, I remember it now. <laughs> that was earlier. Is that? <laughs> That'll work. Uh, are you sure? Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at. <laughs> I got it. Hold on. Let me I look out get, for. I get oh my god. My blues voice. Right. <laughs> I gotta get it right in. Here we go. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salad and scrambled <laughs> eggs. Oh my, messy. <laughs> and maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got your pegged. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> But I don't know what to do with these tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. And here's the alternate ending. They're calling again. Good night, Seattle. We love you. What is that boy to do? Good night. Frazier has left the building. Thank you. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Good night, everybody. See you next year. We love you. Is there really an alternate ending there? Yeah, yeah he did multiple alternate endings. Yeah, there are several, yeah, but yeah. Scrambled I, eggs all over my face. Yeah, I do remember. What scrambled eggs all over my face. Uh, yeah, I was going to do, I was going to do cheers. Making your way in the world today. Hold on, I'm not ready yet. Takes uh, everything you got. Fuck, <laughs> 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 who's doing this? Taking a break from all your worries. Sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like I don't to know get away? Coming from. Just play Sly Cooper music and it'll be fine. Hold on, you gotta, you gotta give me time, Tyler. Tyler, you're too quick to improv. Wouldn't you like? Damn it! Uh, to get away. Hold on. Sometimes you want to go. What? I don't know. Where everybody anytime knows your name, and they're always glad you came. <laughs> you want to be where you can see. Our troubles are all the same. You want to be. Where everybody knows your name. Right. 
beautiful. Yay. Let's close this fucker out with something cool. Everybody, I want to remind you, uh, Laser Time is completely listener-supported, so go to lasertimepodcast.com and donate if you like what we're doing. Help us pay for the equipment, the hosting. We're almost there. Um, hopefully we'll have a store there soon where we can uh, uh, sell things legitimately and not have to panhandle what? digitally for money. Um <laughs> We're worse than the bums we got on our street. forums over there. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, LaserTime Podcast, I think, and then LaserTime Show on Twitter. Uh, follow us there for all pertinent news. Keep checking the website. I'm thinking of like maybe posting like a, a compendium of stuff we talk about, like make an article about the YouTube videos we play on the show. Um, if, there, if there's interest, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to gauge interest just yet, but I wanted to close this out with somebody who did something similar uh, but if you haven't heard it, it's awesome. It's it's actually Charlie Chaplin speaking in The Great Dictator, and they put the Inception music on it. And it's like the greatest thing ever in one of my favorite Charlie Wait, Chaplin this is movies. The speech from that. Yes, right yeah, oh, wow. it's fucking awesome. Um, you can find that on YouTube. There's a couple different versions, so I don't know who to credit. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, check out more Laser Time podcast at lasertimepodcast.com. Bye, bye. I'm sorry. I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed. The bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man. Not one man, nor a group of men. But in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The power to create machines. The power to create happiness. You the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. 
a decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason, a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! <laughs>